0: Hey, hey. welcome to LTE, the podcast brought to you by the Register Guard Opinion Page. I'm your host, Brendan O'Meara. Hey, hey. Today's guest is Juan Carlos Valle. It's a fun name to say, and he's a fun dude. He's a community columnist and generally just an all-around good guy. We talk about the search for a new city manager, an idea that riffs off his latest IMO column. Before we get to that, be sure you're subscribed to the show to support this show. Be sure to share it across your various networks. And two, subscribe to the newspaper, the Register Guard, of course. We keep the lights on. Follow along on Instagram at RegisterGuard underscore opinion. You can follow me too, but I might be taking a social media sabbatical in 2020. Who knows? Follow at your own risk. All right. You've been very patient. Here's my conversation with Juan Carlos Valle. Enjoy. And, and you're also you, you have this indomitable spirit and you're very you're extremely positive and you're always looking for constructive solutions uh, in this community where does that come from where does that positivity come from
1: you know it's always good to voice your opinion and to bring out some angles that people may not be aware of and in some other cases people just don't even know because we're so into every group. There's, we're so into our work that you forget that there's maybe other solutions or other things to consider. I am not the person that only likes to come and complain and come and say, hey, this is not working out fine or whatever. Some folks choose to walk away or they just think, well, I can just bring the issue in to the table and somebody else will fix it. I like to be a part of the solution and being involved. That's, that's very important. I think that if everybody puts their little piece of the pie, I would call it, that pie will continue to roll. But if you don't put a little, you know, the the shiver of of the pie, then the pie will still roll, but at some point it's going to stop because (laughs) your piece was not there. (laughs) So that's really kind of why I like to be involved in things like this
0: yeah and it's uh your your voice as a as a columnist and as a writer for us is is very refreshing and positive and you always bring such a great perspective to the page, which is really refreshing for me as an editor and I think for the readership at large and uh the the recent piece that you wrote about um inclusivity being key to the city manager search there was one particular uh passage I wanted to just just read and then I'm ask you to expand on it mm-hmm. you know you write that we need a city manager who will ensure that. There are skilled people of color, and at least two or more division manager positions, and many more in the pipeline for leadership positions. Something not in place, and I wonder like, how discouraging is that for, you know, for you as a person of color in this community to, you know, not see what you want in in leadership.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to make sure that we are reflected in places we go to in this case, our government. You know, We want to make sure that we are reflected there. But I'm thinking about it from two angles. One is we need to make sure that the public entities are ready for us 20, 30 years from now. So 20, 30 years from now, our communities across the nation is going to look much, much different than today. Right. So one out of three people in the U.S. by 2050 is going to be of Latino descent. So those people in in leadership positions or uh, positions of, of leadership and influence they may or may not look like me but i want them to have the best possible tools so they can serve me mm-hmm. so if they look like me great they also have to have the skills and the ability by the way not just hey give me a job because i'm brown and beautiful no I <laughs> make sure that they're prepared to serve everybody in the public but it all starts here so things that i've heard in the past when I came into Eugene in 1989 was people don't have education, so we can't hire them, but we can't involve them. People don't have any experience. People are not visible. All, all three of them are very, very valid. Very, it's true, okay? So then we begin to address one, okay, let's make sure they're educated. Let's make sure they have some experience. And now let's make sure that they're visible. So all three of them were working on that together. So when we approach entities to ask for those opportunities to compete, and so we want to make sure that they understand how important it is for us to use those as tools to serve the public. So, yeah, when I don't see myself in, in the plan, I want to ask, what's what's missing? What is my job? To do? It's my job to go out there and make sure that folks are educated, they have the experience, and they're visible. Okay, well, can we work on this together? Because it also benefits you and me. So that's why bringing that up, that plan is not in place, but as of Eugene being more or less progressive, mm-hmm. then I want to see make sure that that is part of the plan, and if not, then how can I be of help to to make sure that happens?
0: Would you say there's a a progressivity gap in Eugene between how progressive the city thinks it is but and how progressive it actually is? <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: it is I think we. In the last just a few years, we have been shown that we thought we were 20 years ahead, but in fact, we're still about several years behind. We got too comfortable, you know, staying in one place and not understanding the different and multiple generations of people that are coming in, technology, even the way we do business. You know, we used to not mention Facebook and, and Instagram and all those social media stuff, and now it's like every, every everybody's everyday life, right? So that to me, it's the progressivities of, of Eugene is not necessarily catching up. In some ways, it feels like there's a glass ceiling in my experience. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes from not fully understanding our community, and you know, as as we're not understanding, we might be afraid, or we might be we may may hesitate. Is uh, Juan Carlos going to represent me the way I want? Is he gonna have all the tools and abilities? He educated, he's prepared. So we're trying to get, get all that under my belt so that we feel comfortable doing that. And I'm just saying me because I'm more comfortable pointing fingers at myself in this case. But so that is, in some areas, is only a perception of being progressive. I don't know about liberal, I, I don't think that we're, we're there. But progressive, I think we're, we are going to get there basically. But my experience in my observations since like 99 in eugene we're not there yet
0: yeah and i love this uh you know this other thing you wrote you say eugene is a rapidly changing community of not only population growth but also the government's vision and values are cemented and and i wonder how do you think the city is handling how fast the the city is changing and growing and uh, you know adapting to to that change first uh, the city of
1: eugene determined a few years ago that we're going to have thousands and thousands of new people residents here and we need to address housing and jobs and you know everything that comes with it adjusting to it also means that they also engage in the community to ask for their opinion our opinion it's very important that we do engage in trying to make those hard decisions the city of Eugene, the government decided that they wanted to expand the UGB, but ultimately decided they, they didn't based on the feedback and multiple multiple players and stakeholders. But the issue about the population growth is still here. That's not gonna go away. Right. And so adjusting to it and bringing conversations forward and talking to different stakeholders, they doing that very well. But what I think they need to rethink is at what point do you then say, okay, we've heard enough let's make a decision. And I don't know the right decision, but I will tell you what, I will want them to make a decision and see if it works out. And if it doesn't, I think in the journey, we together will learn about it and make adjustments or come back and go, okay, not that route, but this route. And so talking, you know, Eugene is really good about talking and bringing these conversations forward, right? but not necessarily good about going back to those entities and groups and stakeholders. To report about what they're heard and then taking action, solid action. That's my perspective.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like how uh, perfectionism is the enemy of good. It's (laughs) like just maybe just do something and then adapt. There's a reason why you know football teams make halftime adjustments. They had their game (laughs) (laughs) plans. Maybe it's not working. All right, let's make some adjustments for the second half and move on. It, it's not a referendum on the first half. It's actually a referendum on your ability to to adapt and and evolve.
1: Correct. You know, the,
0: the opposite team
1: may figure out what you're trying to do. Like, oh, we should not <laughs> let them see our cards. But you know, another thing is that for folks that are civically inclined or they want to be involved in the community, and that we choose to then take away some family time or other activities time to be involved, we want to see some kind of progress based on the feedback, number one. But number two, by going back to the communities to tell them, this is what we've heard and this is what we're planning to do, that gives fuel for people to continually be involved. Otherwise, it's like they feel like they're not being heard or that there's no plan like i like to do a three five and ten year plan you know three years you know okay we we worked on this and this is the progress we've made as community and then the larger you know universal issues they tackle in five to ten years but i think you have to go back to those communities and groups and stakeholders to let them know what they've done and how things are working out
0: yeah and so with what are some things that you're looking to tackle? Things you want to talk about and, and bring bring to light in the community to, uh, you know, to to educate us and to have that dialogue. Mm-hmm.
1: First, I want to tell you that I'm very happy. I'm very um, pleased and and I appreciate not only the 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 space that the Register has provided to me and, and other writers continuously in open and bring different perspectives. That's very important for us to have that venue, the platform, however people want to call it. People, somebody in the register guard said to me, you have a lot to say. You have a lot of things that contribute. And I, I feel proud, I'm, I'm humbling. It's a humbling experience for me. But next few pieces i like to talk about the Student Success Act. You know, the billion annually, billion dollars annually for education and what does that mean here for the local districts and? Who are they trying to target? You know, I'd like to talk about that in maybe the next piece or two. Um, Civility in civics. You know, Mm -hmm. how the larger conversation from Washington, D.C. to the West Coast and from the South to the North. How are we engaging as people are becoming more and more aware of politics? Politics nationally and state and locally. You know, how do we talk to each other? How How do we listen to each other? You know, I'm out there not to make anybody change their mind about my own beliefs or values or perspectives, but I just seek an opportunity to be heard, and I offer the same in return. Uh, public property, you know, we've sold a lot of money. Uh, we've, I'm sorry, we've sold a lot of properties, yeah. and we've managed to bring groups together to ask them if we want to buy something or put the or whatever, but when we're trying to sell it, We don't necessarily go back and engage the community. So there's been a lot of buildings, a lot of property that our local government has sold. So a couple of things coming down the pipe that I'm interested in writing.
0: Ah, this is exciting stuff. I'm glad that we're taking the, the steps here to get the get this podcast rolling and get people, uh, get, get not just your written voice in people's ears, but actually get your spoken voice in people's ears. So I look forward to having these conversations and dialogues going forward. And I just want to thank you for coming in to talk about your piece here. That can be found at RegisterGuard.com slash opinion. Just look for Juan Carlos Valle and you will, uh, you'll find it. So Juan Carlos, thanks so much for coming in and, and talking about your work. Thanks for having me.
1: I look forward to the next one.
0: Cool. Well, all right, that was fun, wasn't it? Thanks to Juan Carlos, and of course, thanks to you for listening. Remember, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get, wherever you get your podcasts, and follow along on Instagram at Guard underscore opinion. So remember always, of course, to consider submitting your letters to the editor. You can do that by mailing them snail mail, which always makes for a fun Instagram photo. These are the times we live in. Or you can email the most expeditious way, rgletters at registerguard.com. Do we edit them? You betcha. Until next time, friends, this is LTE.